It's likely that you've seen one of those videos on Instagram where the influencer shows their physique, flexes their abs, and all of their meals for the day comes up with the headline, what I eat in a day. I think that showing the physique is called a quote-unquote body check. And I'm sure there are some men who do this, but I've only seen examples of this that are female so far. So this is the perspective I'm going to be speaking from today. And recently, these what I eat in a day videos have gotten a decent amount of kickback. Things are said like, you're saying unrealistic standards, no one cares about what you eat in a day. You're telling people that if they eat like you, they're going to look like you. The list goes on. So is it really a bad thing? And as always, it's kind of a yes and no equation. So let's start with the body check to begin with, as I believe that this is the part that's getting the most kickback. So is a body check at the beginning of these videos really necessary? I guess not, but at the same time, I eat more or less the same thing every day. So if I did one of these videos, don't worry, I'm not gonna do one of these videos, but realistically, if I did, those foods would equate to what my physique currently looks like. And on that note, these videos are specifically labeled what I eat in a day, what I eat me, right? Not what you should eat, not eat this and you'll look like me. So in a way, as long as this is what you genuinely eat and have been for a little while, then realistically, it's not inaccurate, nor is it instructive. However, it does lack nuance as many things on social media do. My physique doesn't just look like what it does because of what I ate today or yesterday. It's because of the years of training up until this point, my sleep, my hydration, the activity I do on a daily basis and the different muscle gaining and fat loss phases I've been through in the past. I guess it's also fair to say that when these body checks are done, they're definitely done first thing in the morning before any food or liquid is consumed as once you've eaten your day's worth of food, there's a good chance you're going to be a little bit more bloated than the video suggests. So could they be perceived as slightly misleading? Absolutely. But are they outright wrong? I think it would be hard to say categorically yes to this, like a lot of people are saying. Let's take another example, and this is quite a popular one. If someone has huge glutes, right, and they're doing a video, they do a little pose and, you know, they show off their glutes to the best angle they possibly can, and then proceeds to show a video saying, exercises I use to build my glutes, and then they show some step-ups, some hip thrusts, some squats. Are we saying that these videos send the same message and that they're also bad as well? Once again, there's elements of truth, but there's elements of nuance that are missing. That person probably did do all those exercises to build their glutes. However, they of course did this over time. They ate enough protein, their calories were high enough full stop to grow their glutes, and perhaps they had some good genetics too. But the strange thing is, is that none of these videos are getting quite as much kickback as the eating ones. And there's plenty out here, especially the ones on abs as well. They're very popular. The final couple of points I wanna make here is I went to Chrissy Sellers' Instagram page. You might've heard of her, you might've not. But I went and scrolled through the comments on the reel she did. She did exactly the what I ate in a day thing, started with a body check and then proceeded to show us what she ate in that day. And she had plenty of positive comments. Quote, please do more of this. I am so uninspired with food and gym in general. I want to start eating kimchi. I'm vegan. What could I substitute the eggs for? Those waffles look so good. And of course, there were some that weren't so positive. And, you know, what was interesting is someone commented this. Quote, I would really appreciate that at the beginning of these posts, there wasn't a body check as it is a trait and a habit of eating disorders and encourages the idea that if people eat exactly what's in the rest of the video, they will look like you, which is scientifically incorrect. And I think that person's probably just seen other influencers say something like that. She jumped on the bandwagon. But to Chrissy's credit, she responded with this. I respect this. Honestly, I'm so proud of my body. I'm proud of what I've achieved. I'm proud I don't do anything crazy to achieve it. I don't deprive myself. I work hard and keep my head down. Therefore, I'm also proud to 
show it off because why not? We tell women to love themselves, to stand tall, to show it off. But when we do, we become toxic and make feel others feel uncomfortable. This video is not stating what you should eat in a day. If you need advice on that, I'd recommend my app. <laughs> this video is based on what I eat in a day and maybe inspires women to not cut out food groups and realize it's okay to eat ice cream, waffles, carbs, and fats. I hope this helps. Love heart. And I think she has a great point. And this leads me onto my final point. In fact, there will of course be people who are more vulnerable to taking videos like this in the wrong way. However, my goal with this podcast, as I've probably mentioned many times before, is to deliver my opinions and sometimes what I believe to be true based on the science, based on the evidence that I've gathered and trust that you as the listener or even you who consumes my Instagram content is intelligent enough to apply your own perspective and thoughts on what I'm saying and not take it as gospel. And I'm aware that as these words literally come out of my mouth, that there are going to be some children that might be following Chrissy, for example, some young teenagers, and they might not quite have that maturity or life experience yet to apply their own level of critical thinking on this. But this brings up a lot bigger questions like, are you really relying on the influencer to think about your child's mental health when they're posting content? Yes, they should probably be sensible about having a platform, but are they really thinking of that? And should you be leaving that in the influencer's hands? Probably not. It doesn't sound like the wisest idea. And that places the onus on the parents to guide their child on how to use their social media. And after speaking to Goldie, who's specifically a children's life coach, I think that she would recommend the same thing and does the same thing for her children as well. She gives them these guidelines. She gives them these parameters. And not only do I think this is wise, I think it's somewhat essential. We don't know what our kids are going to think when they're looking at it. And with that being said, I was also asked a question when I was on a podcast as a guest recently, where I think we should remove the nutrition information from restaurant meals to help those with eating disorders. And my answer to this was no, I don't think we should. I have a deep amount of empathy for those who experience eating disorders. I did a podcast on this a couple of weeks ago to raise awareness, and I really do understand this. But I stand by my answer because of although it may impact a certain percentage of people in a negative way, it benefits an enormous amount of people too. And the fact of the matter is that whether the nutritional information is there or not, the food still contains the same amount of calories, whether you can see the number of them written on the menu or you can't. So I don't think this is quite as black and white as most people thought. And I want to bring up So He Fits post as she did one, which was basically telling influence to stop doing this. If you look at the comments on this one, you'll hear things like, quote, these posts are so toxic. I've been in fitness for over 20 years and social media is by far the ultimate corruption to people's well-being. Really wish more people with big followings didn't use their platform to spread toxicity and ridiculous standards on here. And of course, everyone is entitled to their own opinion, but I think those comments are a bit out of hand. So to summarize, do I think these body checks are necessary? Not really. But then again, what if I post a picture of me looking super shredded and fit one day and then the next day I post my food? Surely the same assumption is created, right? Do I believe that these type of posts are toxic? Let's put it this way. Ice cream to a lactose intolerant person isn't a great idea, but to someone who can digest dairy well, it's a pretty happy affair. So if you know you're sensitive to this type of stuff, hit mute or unfollow. I think that's the wisest thing that we could possibly do. Should we be encouraging people to use their own minds and trust that they're intelligent enough to do so? Yes, 100%. Are there more impressionable people out there that we should be protecting? Of course. But is this the job of an influencer? Questionable. Should they be mindful given they've got a big platform? 
Absolutely. However, then we have to ask the question, where do we draw the line to someone who's anti-diet? My content might be toxic. My content might be unhelpful. So it really gets into these uh, murky waters that it's quite hard to navigate. All of these questions are worth contemplating. I think our time is better spent contemplating the answers to these questions than just branding something as toxic without really thinking it through. That's just my opinion. Not right, not wrong, just my opinion. So if you have a different one, please let me know because I'd be interested in your perspective perspective and for you to open my mind further but that is my perspective and i hope it's helped take care team and i'll speak with you all tomorrow and that was the simply fit podcast i hope you gained a huge amount of value from today's episode i feel inspired to improve your health and well-being be sure to search for simply fit in apple podcasts google podcasts and spotify or anywhere else you get your podcast from and go ahead and subscribe so you don't miss any future episodes Also, if you like the episode, please don't forget to give it a five-star rating. I'd love to hear your feedback or any questions you have. So reach out to me on social media. You'll find me on Facebook and Instagram at Elliot Hassoun. Thank you so much for listening. And I look forward to talking with you all on the next one.